Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Welcome to Thrive Radio. This is Amy Montgomery. Today, guys, I wanted to give you some pointers in digital marketing for coaches and consultants, how you can harness the power of social media to get more clients into your business. That was one of my uh, most popular podcasts in the past. So I wanted to add on to the wisdom that I dropped in that podcast. And I want to talk about my own journey uh, as far as building my agency, my journey as a coach, really uh, how I figured out what works. First of all, I want to tell you first about my journey to becoming a, a digital marketer. And that really was that I was a coach that was frustrated with not being able to build a business online and figure out what the gurus were doing and why they seemed so successful. And no matter what I was trying, it wasn't working. And until uh, today and actually figuring out what works and I'm going to give you all of the secrets. So first of all, uh, I started out uh, with a actually a nonprofit on the side uh, many years ago when I was working for Deloitte and I wrote a couple of books, started going around speaking. That was really my first kind of attempt to, you know, build my own uh, nonprofit and I was a CEO and writing books and speaking and all of that. And I had a podcast back then. I had some success and I went around and spoke. Uh, many of you that know, that have talked to me, know that I was diagnosed with a communication disability uh, of IQ of 25 in 2009. And I was not able to do small talk like I am right now. I could not really wing things. And my communication just was poor from the fact that I was born dyslexic. A lot of people don't know that that actually affects your communication. And so I overcame reading and writing. I became a genius in reading and writing. And my doctor told me that I had to focus on my strengths so that I would become a genius speaker. And I have finally reached that place. But I was still struggling back then when I was uh, building my nonprofit. And I was using my podcast really to learn how to speak. And he told me to speak as much as possible. And I kind of went through a full-on transition in my life uh, as far as what I wanted to do. Most of us do. You know, uh, we grow as human beings and we change and shift what we want to do with our life. And I ended up shifting to coaching in 2000, uh, it was 2015, 16, something like that. And my dad worked for Tony Robbins selling his products and services when I, since I was 13 years old. So I was kind of raised around that. Really, without my permission, he conditioned me to, in some ways, be a little bit of a mini Tony Robbins. And I couldn't figure out why I was so drawn to people that were like Tony Robbins. And, you know, lo and behold, go to my first UPW and have this realization that, oh my gosh, everything he's teaching people, uh, that's who I am. And I thought that I chose that to be that. And my dad, if you ask my dad, he doesn't even remember bringing me through all of that stuff every weekend. And he was this passionate salesperson. So because it's psychology impacted me. And I suppose that that has been one of the best gifts that I've been given from my dad was those abilities to be able to break through and create change in my life. 
So I really wanted to be a business coach with my you know, years working for uh, Deloitte, understanding business development. And I also had, in 2009, started a my first business in network marketing, selling essential oils. Now, I wouldn't say that I, I labeled myself as a great salesperson. I'm not uh, your typical salesperson. However, I was able to sell over $4 million worth of essential oils and grow my business, really partnering with other people that are connectors and salespeople. And uh, that was really my my process of learning how to sell. I uh, harnessed Danny Johnson's teaching. If you don't know who she is, she's a millionaire in network marketing and teaches people how to do the same. And so, uh, yeah, I did a lot of training with her, did a lot of cold calling, used her scripts, all of that. So that was uh, kind of my first introduction to trying to build a business. And so when I switched over to being a coach, I had a lot of education because I was a minister. My nonprofit was ministry. I had eight years of Bible theology and had been going around and ministering to people. And I uh, also had, you know, education in counseling psychology and just preparation because I thought that I wanted to be a minister back then. So when I switched over to coaching, I thought, you know, I could help people with so many different areas of their life. But uh, the struggle was that I didn't know how to make the online thing work. And I didn't really understand marketing. I didn't understand digital marketing. And, you know, I knew B2B. That was about it. Fast forward, ended up working for public figures uh, in TV, mostly uh, religious public figures, and learning how they did their marketing and just regular B2C marketing. And then I went back to school and became certified in everything digital marketing prior to the pandemic, ended up as a CMO doing digital marketing and managing a team. And then that led me into uh, eventually starting my own agency. So I learned really what worked. In 2019, I was still a CMO and I marketed my podcast to the number five in business in the nation, kept it up in the top 200 for about uh, three months, and then decided that I was done promoting it. I got a good listener base and I was happy with that. Really, it was testing it because I wanted to see if I could do it and then was able to do that for my uh, who I worked for at the time. So um, fast forward, uh, during the pandemic, I went viral for some of my personal story and journey. And uh, at some point, maybe I will share some of that here on my podcast, but um, just my own ability to overcome in life and really helping people to overcome as well. And so I went viral over that kind of went down that path of maybe I would help people in those same areas decided that it wasn't a topic I wanted to focus on and shifted then I was doing a freelance for a lot of other digital marketing agencies and what I realized is you know being almost 50 years old and having all these life experiences seven years experience it at Deloitte and you know doing b2b and having you know Amazon and Nike and Costco and all these big Fortune 50s as clients, and then going over into the B2C world and helping all these big people that were famous on TV build up their social media and get revenue in and everything. I learned so much to that I realized that I just was at a level that most 
other marketers weren't. A lot of them just knew one thing, like they knew landing pages, they knew funnels, but they didn't know how to fill those funnels. They knew email marketing, but they didn't know how to send people into the email. They knew uh, Facebook ads, but that's about where it ended. So what I decided to do was start my own agency. And that actually, unfortunately, came after I was working for a guy and I brought in $24,000 worth of project work into his business. And right when he was supposed to pay me, I was living off of my savings. Initially, he paid me like a thousand bucks when I first started working for him. Four months, you know, that's not a lot of money. And he was supposed to pay me and I was waiting for it and so I could pay my rent. And when he was supposed to pay me, then he blocked me on everything and didn't pay me. So I ended up at the food bank with zero dollars asking the state to help me pay my rent. So I knew that at that point that I had to do something and do something fast. And so I read a lot of books. I read about 200 books a year. And I started to read all the books about, you know, building an agency and how people have done it, all of that. And I read a book, uh, I believe it's called The Seven Figure Agency. Uh, Josh Nelson, I think is his name. And uh, he said in his book that when him and others had started agencies, they had failed when they just focused on social media. Now, I had had some experience in the past where I had gone viral online and I sold courses and all of that kind of stuff. But it, I was sort of a one hit wonder where I didn't have a strategy to continue to get revenue. I didn't have a way to continue to build my business. I just had a little bit of success and a lot of people in my email list and really didn't know the strategy behind digital marketing. When I started to listen to him and read that book, I realized that they, digital marketers, had failed in building their business when focusing on digital marketing first. And that should be a big signal to a lot of people if you're brand new, brand spanking new in your business that digital marketing, Facebook ads, and that sort of thing may not be the fastest way to build your business. And I realized that I could, you know, use social media and harness social media. You know, I have like 150,000 people that follow me, uh, but I chose a brand new niche, a brand new thing I was going to focus on. And so I used to focus on e-commerce in my side hustle. And I wanted to switch that over to coaches and consultants. And so I realized I had to kind of start over and get, you know, more people that were interested in what I was going to offer. I started to listen to these guys and what they said. So um, they were talking about cold, cold emailing, which we all know used to be really great many years ago. But now the ROI on that, it might be okay, uh, but it's not the best because what do, you, what do you do? You set up a new website, a new URL, new email. Then for a month, you've got to warm up the email. And so that's why it took me the first month I started, I was going to do cold emailing. I started warming up the email, getting the scripts and writing the script. I sent my first set of scripts had somebody um, pull a list for me that I could uh, send emails to and uh, started to send it. And then I started to get all of these rejections and stuff, realizing, oh my gosh, I have to warm up this this uh, email so that they don't it doesn't get rejected. So as I was getting all of these returned email notices and stuff, I uh, decided to put uh, my email on some sort of system that was supposed to warm it up. 
And while I was waiting for a month <laughs> before I could do anything, before I could build my business because I didn't know what else to do, I start. I had an epiphany. I realized when I worked for Deloitte, they built relationships and that's how they built their business. And, you know, knowing that I'm not like you're the best at sales and stuff and I didn't really like uh, depending on scripts and things like that. And uh, I thought, you know, what if I, instead of, you know, cause they said, if you reach out to 2000 people uh, a month, that 15 of those will have a conversation with you and hopefully you'll close them as clients. And I thought to myself, what if I just go out and I reach 2000 people, but I build relationships with people instead of focusing on sales. And then of those who need help, and are in a place in their life right now or their business that they actually need my help, then if if they want to hire me, they can. That just seemed like a lot better of an approach than going out and having to try and sell and all of that kind of stuff. So I decided to fill my podcast and build relationship with tons of coaches and consultants. The benefit that I have gotten out of this, a lot of people ask me, like, what, what are you getting out of this? Number one, it has allowed me to ask questions of my ideal customers, what their problems are, what their struggles are, uh, what they are facing, what, you know, ways that I can help. And that is far easier than having to, as a marketer, sit there and try and figure out what people are feeling. And try to write copy around that and try to create products and services around something where you're not quite sure if that's what they're struggling with or not. That is one thing. And I got a really huge education on the experiences that coaches and consultants have had. Some of them going out and spending like $24,000 for a marketing agency and not helping them at all. Or not delivering. Or huge promises and no ROI. And the other thing was really having the same struggle that I used to have with social media, figuring out how to turn the, those customers into clients. Now, I at least had the one hit wonder experience of, you know, using YouTube and having 400 people a week flood into my email list, launching a course, doing my first webinar and selling that course for 2000 bucks and making a, a load of money within 30 minutes. So I knew at least that if I would offer the right thing and I had the right audience, then they would buy. And uh, that at least was encouraging to me that I knew that that could happen. And I've been able to create a lot of different viral videos on social media for different reasons, selling different businesses out and all of that kind of stuff. But there's supplements and... So in August, I decided to start to just reach out to people and ask them to be on my podcast, let them know that I want to network for my business and my, my uh, marketing business. And, you know, if they knew anybody that would be interested or if they would, or if they're interested. And so I started to fill my podcast. I do a podcast every single day. So there should be about a hundred podcasts that are land at the end of the year. Uh, and then many in the hopper waiting to get out. And that has allowed me to build relationships and it has allowed me to meet a lot of different people. And it doesn't matter to me whether or not those people are hiring me. The value that I've gotten, the education I've gotten from the things that they share 
the value that I've gotten just from being able to talk to them and build relationships during the pandemic has kept me sane. And some of them have hired me to do work for them, which has been a huge blessing. And I feel like I've actually built authentic relationships with people versus going out and just being salesy and all about closing a deal. And that has brought a lot of uh, joy to my business. I really, really love doing a podcast every day and connecting with somebody every day. And a lot of people are surprised that I do a podcast every single day. But you got to remember that I started podcasting in 2008 to overcome a communication disability. And now I'm passionate about doing what I do because it's one of my uh, greatest strengths. So let's continue on my story of building my agency. So month two, I reached out to about 3,000 people, filled up my calendar, meeting with five to six people every day, doing a podcast every day, and have continued that and do continue that to this day. And that allows me to network on steroids, I would say. And I still go through the same process as everybody else of, you know, how many clients am I going to get? And, you know, what's my revenue? I've had to increase my uh, prices for my marketing coaching because I was coaching uh, a lot of people in marketing strategy and uh, wasn't charging enough in the sense that it wasn't allowing me to uh, focus on people you know, like I would get too many people in, um, in my marketing strategy and it takes like four to five sessions to go through and really build their strategy out. So I increased that price, uh, so that, uh, I could focus more on the individuals. And also a lot of people were asking me why I was not charging more. So that was my, for a while, my initial low dollar offer into my business and that also allows me to offer to do work for uh, people that want it, want it done. So not everybody wants me to do their work, the work for them, but those that want me to do the work for them, I can present uh, a proposal to them at the end of the marketing strategy. So that has worked really, really well for me. And with that, I raised my prices there. And then during the pandemic, in the beginning of the pandemic, I started to build tons of courses for uh, coaches and consultants on how to do marketing in their business. You know, those that may not have the funds to hire somebody uh, to do the work for them. So um, I'm about to launch that subscription program. I just put uh, the core one course up on AppSumo for Black Friday. It's called Facebook Ads that get clients. And it's just the basics that you've got to have up in Facebook ads, $10 a day type of campaign. So you're not spending thousands of dollars. It's $10 a day. And it could be less than that if you want it to be less than that. But just the basics of what you want to set up or the goal of what you want to set up in your business. And understanding what you need to advertise to different uh, to the different people. So that is one of my first courses, and then uh, I will provide the rest, like a new pro, a new course, this little mini course every month, along with uh, some other uh, things I'm going to be including in the subscription for those that want it. So that will take place, and that will be my low dollar ticket offer. My first month in my business in August, where I was out there meeting tons of people, I got 20 clients, and 
it has continued. I also am on Upwork and I do get clients through Upwork. And so between Upwork and, uh, and people just coming to me now on Upwork, it used to be that I had to go out and search for people consistently to find a business. And I would go out on a Sunday and apply for every single business, you know, opportunity that I possibly could. Now people tend to find me on Upwork and hire me through Upwork. And so I get leads through Upwork and then I get leads through just the relationships that I'm building with people. That has really allowed me then to be where I'm at now today and find and have like a full-time business and really go from having $0 in my bank account, not knowing if I'm going to be able to pay rent or not. My goal was by the end of the year to have enough clients and revenue coming in so that I was uh, at least being able to survive. And so if you're out there and you are starting a business, you're starting a coaching and a consulting business, and maybe you're in a similar situation, I would suggest doing something similar, focusing on building relationships with people, whether you use a podcast to build relationships or if it's another way. And on steroids, just meeting as many people as you possibly can. And don't worry about whether or not you're going to sell to them or, or not. I generally, you know, don't go into a sales pitch at all. Uh, I just build relationships. And that has proven to allow me to build my business faster than anyone that I've been able to talk to in three months. Faster than anyone that has ever built a business that I have talked to so far. And I don't think that many people could have done what I've been able to do. And uh, really, it's focusing on building relationships and building relationships fast. And then, of course, I get people that refer me as a, a resource to those that I've built relationships with. You know, I also refer a lot of people to those that I've um, had on my podcast as well. And many of you that are listening have actually gone and to the people that I've had on my podcast and hired them as well. So it really, really works for everybody. It, it's just a win-win. So that was really my first step. <clears throat> the other half of what I'm doing in my subscription and why I'm following that path, this is something that I talk a lot about in my marketing strategy for those that want to you know, make a lot of money with online courses or create some sort of consistent income in their business. And so I'm following Brendan Burchard's kind of formula of a million dollars a year. And the basis of that is a subscription model and doing subscription along with uh, some one-on-one -on -one coaching and a couple of courses that are worth a little bit, that are a little bit higher dollar, like at $3.95. And is really focused on a quantity of people versus the a high price. And if you have a lot of people that are following you on social media, or if you have a lot of people in your email list, then you can charge uh, lower prices and still make a lot of money. So make a million dollars. You can, of course, get greedy as well and charge a ton of money and uh, market to a few people, to lesser people or the same amount of large amount of people and really make a ton of money. I guess it just really depends on what you are in it for and what your goals are. So let's talk about social media and how you turn people into customers off of social media. Now I've had the most success on YouTube 
And the second would be probably Instagram as far as getting customers and clients from those places. I find that like I'm on TikTok and I tend to be a little bit silly on there. And I think that, you know, being silly and just putting random stuff up and it's not informational um, doesn't do much uh, to get clients. So if I'm focused on information, if I'm focused on the right things that people want, then that's clearly that's going to help. So on my YouTube channel for when I focused on e-commerce, I just posted all of these e-commerce videos and how to make money on Amazon and such. And as I continued on that and had a viral video, got a video that got some traction, I was able to put all of my downloads in my notes of my videos and then people would get those free downloads. They'd end up in my email list where I had systems set up and emails to set up to sell to them or do a webinar or whatever it may be. In the beginning, it was very, very basic. Like I didn't really know what to say. Um, now I have like, you know, a welcome series up. I have, you know, emails that are attached to different things that people will download, all of that. There's a science behind all of it, digital marketing. And it's it's really the the psychology of relationship building. And when people don't understand that, that's when they fail. And when I meet with people one-on-one, this is one thing that I will say to them, is that if you were to run an ad to cold traffic, people that don't know you, and you want to send them, say, a webinar, go in, to go into your webinar, or download your lead magnet, or buy your program, it's a lot like walking up to somebody in the mall that you've never met before and touching their face. It's very, very easy to sort of miss out on the relationship building process online because we have the capability just to show up in somebody's face. And it's very easy to forget that you've got to build relationships with people and get them to trust you and understand what you have to offer to decide if they want to work for you and all of that. And so a lot of people will run ads and they'll do it in a way that they're out there literally touching people's faces on the internet. And it's not a way to get customers and clients. The other thing is that if you focus your social media on just yourself or you don't focus it on, say, the products and services or the the issues that people are dealing with, then you're never going to attract the people that you want to serve. So that's why I love, for myself personally, have loved YouTube because videos have always allowed me to build relationship with people because the more they watch of your content the more they feel like they know you and they know what you have to offer. And then it's very easy for them to download one of your lead magnets and your lead magnets should always be like a splinter off of your main product or service. So if they like it, then they should naturally just ascend into your product or service that's going to give them more of what they want. We fail when we don't, we create a lead magnet that has nothing to do with our products and services. It has nothing to do with what else we have to offer, etc. So with that, uh, you have to do a little bit of strategy. And let's talk about um, ways to kind of build your social media to actually get clients. So a lot of people will get frustrated and they'll see all these huge numbers of all these huge influencers out there and they don't realize that half of them have Followers that are in third world countries because it's cheaper to um, target to third world countries. So that's how they'll build up their social media. 
And to a certain extent, it works because it gives them credibility because they've got people following them and they've got a lot of engagement, that sort of thing. But those people aren't necessarily going to buy from you. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be successful. I had a client that had 2.5 million uh, followers on YouTube. And when he went to go sell a course, uh, only 40 people bought. And a big part of that is because he didn't sell to his email list ever. He just collected you know, an email. And when he launched his um, product and service, there was uh, just a few things that he did that he probably could have done better. And so he had hired me to do an audit on that and I helped him out with that. But so never think that just because you have tons of people following you that you're somehow going to be successful. What's more important is that you have the right systems in place, the right copy in place. And one of the number one mistakes that people make is making their copy about themselves. You'll go to someone's website and it's all about how amazing they are. And that is the wrong thing to do unless if you are a public speaker and you are the product. If you're a public speaker and you are the product, then of course you want it to be about how you're going to you know, be an amazing speaker. But if you are trying to sell a product or service, it should be about what your customer wants, what your ideal customer wants and what they need. And that's the one, one thing that I see that, you know, people make a mistake about and that they don't get around copywriting. They uh, struggle because they don't realize that it's not how amazing you are. It's not uh, all of your credentials and all of that kind of stuff. While, you know, you want to put those things, most people don't care. What they care about is can you solve their problem? So... If you focus on those things, you're going to have a greater chance of being able to get more clients and customers. So there are a lot of gurus out there that will tell you that you've got to go on Instagram and spend four or five hours a day and comment and reply and build relationships and follow hashtags and, you know, all of this kind of stuff, which is a waste of time. I grew my Instagram accounts by... Um, doing a simple video on my iPhone and saying, you know, do you deal with XYZ problem? Here's a story on how I solved that problem. My name is Amy. I'm a digital marketer. Swipe up to follow me for more. And I did that on both of my Instagram accounts. My life, I call my life coaching Instagram and then my digital marketing. And I grew my Instagrams about a thousand people a week. And yeah, that did, that wasn't an absolute investment. It's not going to be cheap, especially if you want people in the U.S. So um, just keep in mind whatever your budget is going to be. But you can send fresh people to your Instagram with a simple ad. And then that should get more. If you're posting the right content, if you have the right lead magnets, if you have the right email sequences up to turn people into customers once they come into your email list, then you won't have any problem. It's when you don't have those things set up that is the issue. Uh, and then also YouTube. Let's talk about YouTube. Now, YouTube, you've got to do the SEO. Um, again, if you need help with an, all, any of this, I do all of it for people um, for a reasonable price, actually. Um, for YouTube, I do SEO and optimize. So that your channel's got to be optimized with SEO. Your videos have to be op optimized with SEO. And a couple of mistakes that people make on YouTube is not optimizing with SEO, not having the right SEO, and or 
having a big intro inside in their video, which gets basically 75% of people leave when you've got an intro, making it too fancy. And then I would also say uh, thumbnails. Your thumbnails, people have got to see. The ones that do the best are when they can see your eyes. So those are, those are a couple of tips. Um, I've generally been able to increase, uh, you know, YouTube watch time by 900%. And that's watch time is how YouTube considers uh, pushing your videos out. And I've won several people some YouTube awards by growing their accounts. And so, and I've actually been trained directly from YouTube on how to optimize channels and grow uh, YouTube channels. So those are some of the tricks. The other thing is you can pay to promote your videos to get more people to subscribe. And uh, I did that initially, and that kind of gives you over that hump of the first you know few thousand, and hopefully then you start to get more traction. I really believe in investing uh, a budget in building your social media to get it off the ground when you are able to do that, uh, because that's going to be the fastest way. And you don't have to spend massive amount of time. And then at the end of the day, your main problem is just going to be uh, posting and doing a schedule to post and planning that out. Hopefully you plan it out a months in advance and have all of that content created months in advance and uh, it's landing. Now, of course, if you need help with that, again, I've got a team that does uh, does actually create all the posts and manages your social media for you. So uh, what else can I share with you today that's going to be helpful in 2022? Um, so the pixel, Facebook pixel is going away and that's important. So you've got to set up your conversion API. I did provide that in the course that is up on AppSumo if you're interested in how to set that up and make sure that you can still retarget people and everything and um, you know, with all the iOS update, there are all kinds of changes that are consistently shifting. So that's one of the things that I added in there. And really, at the end of the, the day, building a business, I always say, is a lot like setting yourself on fire. And uh, all of your fears will rise up to the, the surface. And especially when you don't know when your next where your next client's coming from. And at the end of the day, if you work really, really hard, uh, you can get over that fear and create uh, a lot of clients in your business. And again, as a summary, the suggestions I have, if you're brand spanking new, network on steroids, do something like I did. And if you need help on setting that up in your business and, your, and that strategy, again, you know, I provide all of that strategy and help people to set those things up in their business. And the other thing would be pay to grow your social media, even if it's $10 a month, even if it's $20 a month, whatever you can afford, slowly get new people into your business so that you can reach more people. Because like I'm doing, meeting tons of people, I'm only going to be able to do that until my schedule is so full that I won't be able to have time to meet with everybody. And so at some point, I'll have to transition over to my next stage, which is doing things like webinars, continuing to build up my social media with ads, 
sending more people, you know, to subscribe to my social media, which I prefer versus any other ad type. And that's because people then get an opportunity to look at my content, to read my content, and to see if they are my ideal customer. I don't want just everybody in my email list. I want my ideal customers in my email list. So hopefully this uh, podcast has been helpful for some of you and that you can take a few nuggets away and that you can apply, start using social media for your business. And even if you do B2B, at the end of the day, if you have a social media presence, it's going to give you sort of that uh, credibility for speaking engagements, for uh, just credibility for your business overall. So at the end of the day, having a good uh, social media is never a bad thing. And again, if you need help with any of this, guys, I have a full-on agency. I've got a team of 600 that does everything from ads to web development, copywriting, blog writing, social media, all of it. And I, of course, do one-on-one strategy with um, really producing predictable growth in your business and giving you a 90-day game plan to take your business to the next level. So guys, thank you so much for subscribing to the Right Radio and we'll see you in the next podcast.